You are listening to Lighthearted Leadership, Season 2, Episode Number 4. Fortune 100 Coaches presents Lighthearted Leadership with Dr. Lizette Warner. When you see others as their best self, you raise them, lift them, honor them, and you make the world a better place. Now, who doesn't like that? Welcome. I'm Lizette Warner, your host of Lighthearted Leadership. On today's episode, we are heading into the space of honoring people, and we're looking through the lens of honoring women. What does honoring mean to you? Honoring holds a connotation of regarding with great respect and fulfilling an obligation, perhaps an agreement. Honor comes from within. On Lighthearted Leadership, we're going to explore this internal space of honor and how you can manifest it with those around you. That and more on today's episode. All right, thank you. And thank you for joining us here on Lighthearted Leadership. As I said, I am Lizette Warner, and welcome, my lighthearted friends. Honor. Honor is our topic today. As I said, honor comes from within. So what does honoring mean to you? Because as I said earlier, it can hold a connotation of regarding with great respect, maybe even fulfilling an obligation. With this concept of honoring coming from within, what that means is no one can see it. You can't weigh it, touch it, see it, or hear it. However, you can embody it. Your honor, not like the judge, (laughs) but that internal honor that is unique to you manifests itself in actions. I know it seems like deep topic here on lighthearted leadership. Now, some actions no one sees. Some actions are out there for everyone to see. Actions, however, are duplicitous, right? They, they, they can belie the truth. You can do something you don't believe in. Outwardly, you can complete the action and miss the interconnection to honor. Before we get to missing the interconnection, if you are new to us here at Lighthearted Leadership, welcome. As part of my host duties, I will dole out some insights. Today, those insights will be around honor and five ways to honor. So feel free to take away it or, or to ignore anything I present here. If you take anything away, the education wing of Lighthearted Leadership wants me to tell you to exercise new skills responsibly. Each month, we'll chat about a different topic to help you. And, and by we, I mean you and I. Who am I? Well, I'm Dr. Lizette Warner. I help folks step into their power, poise, and presence with my data-driven coaching methods, meaning I am a certified executive coach. Super proud of that. It's hard work um, to be an executive coach. So that means you get to spend time with a trained executive coach, and I will share insights or tips and tricks to help you stretch, flex, and grow. Enough about me, though. Let's get back to our topic of missing that inner connection to honor. So I've got a great embarrassing story here for that one. Now, 
when when my mother asked me to vacuum, so this was as, as a kid, like not last week. So so I I vacuumed. My vacuuming actually consisted of dragging my foot across the carpet um, in the shape of a vacuum. <laughs> So now, arguably, that was more work than actually vacuuming because the room was, I don't know, it was a regular sized room, I suppose. But there I was with my foot, dragging my foot across the floor. Yeah, <laughs> get that visual. And I did this uh, systematically. So I had you know, different lines of, of my shoe going across the floor. To savvy moms everywhere, so they're keen to these dopey, childish pranks. So I, I actually ended up running the, the real vacuum cleaner over the carpet like a half hour later when I was like, look, look, it's, it's all done. <laughs> so outward actions, a hit, right? I, 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 I quote unquote vacuumed. Inner disposition, total miss, right? It's totally a miss. So you can also act in a way that is aligned with your inner disposition, but it misses the outward appearance, right? So I, I would be hard pressed to identify a man who loved his wife more than my father, um, loved my mother, except perhaps for my husband, but that's a, a different show, not not for today. So the, the story I want to get into is my father, so he did all the usual things to show his love, but the one that stands out was when he insisted, <laughs> insisted that his young bride learn to drive. Now, this was like in the middle of Chicago where my, my folks lived. And my dad insisted my mother, who, by the way, grew up in a very small village in, in Mexico, had and she had to leave school in the third grade to go to work. Her, her father was murdered. It, another story, not for today. But, but uh, she went to work to help support her young siblings. Like she had to leave school. Never really had been in a car and never driven like this was a I know it's it's like a foreign concept for us now but it was just a really a foreign concept for her she was super uncomfortable and and while it may sound ridiculous my mother was terrified never having grown up with a car in the family never having driven as I said so he sat there in the passenger seat put her in the driver's seat with full confidence in her ability to learn how to drive And we were in the middle, so at that time they were in the middle of Chicago, um, in their, I don't know, 57 Chevy. He, he didn't sit next to her as a cheerleader. <laughs> he was a stoic guy, really big, big uh, presence. And when she sat there so begging him, really begging him to drive, begging, not wanting to learn how to drive, crying <laughs> in, in the driver's seat, not wanting this challenge and, and called him savage and, and all sorts of things. And he was unswayed, immovable, sat there, just not moved by her tears, right? He just sat there, just staring straight ahead, knowing, knowing she could drive, believing in her when she didn't, nor could she nor would she believe in herself and in her ability to drive. So she yelled at him, called him heartless, all sorts of names, right? Now, his name was Sal, but she called him all sorts of names. So sometimes we all need a Sal in our lives because he sat there in the passenger seat with this full confidence in her ability where he understood if she didn't learn how to drive, 
it would seriously limit her possibilities in the future. So the easy thing, super easy thing for him to have done would have been to agree, take over the driving for the family. And if he had, she would have been dependent on others when she ended up working or when he could no longer drive because of medical conditions later in life. She would have been dependent on others when she needed to visit him in the hospital near the end of his life. And as he lay awaiting his next life, she leaned in with a grateful heart, thanking him 50 years later for challenging her 50 years earlier to learn how to drive because it hit her at that moment how grateful she was to him for that challenge because it changed the rest of her life. He believed in her when she didn't or couldn't. This is a simple example of how you can honor those in your life, men, women, those you serve, and anyone that crosses your path. See and treat others as their best self. See and treat them how they can't or won't see or treat themselves. And that's the whole reason why I shared that that story with you. Because when you see others as their best self, you raise them, lift them, honor them, and you make the world a better place. Now, who doesn't like that? That's what my dad taught me, and I'm on a mission to share that with others as an executive coach. Join me, right? This International Women's Day, I I hope you lean into your honoring skills. How do you honor women and everyone else around you? You know, I'll share five ways from Fortune 100 coaches how you can honor people in your, in your own life. That's right. These five ways are straight from Fortune 100 coaches. While we're talking about F1C, the pet name for Fortune 100 coaches, I just wrapped up. Can I just share this with you? Because I'm so, I'm so proud. I just wrapped up Power Poise and Presence. It's a program for a cohort. Amazing. That was the feedback, my feedback too, but That was a feedback from one of the participants. As a matter of fact, one of them also said, 10 out of 10, worth my time and money. Um, Not my words, words from, from one of the participants. In this workshop, participants learned how to dig into their own manifestation of power, poise, and presence, or what I like to call confidence. What does it look like, feel like, and how can I reproduce it when I need it most? That's right, we made each magically appear. For each of the participants, we lifted their communication, their resiliency, and emotional handling capacity, and their skills for all of those things in a group of like-minded peers. What's not to like about that? If this is appealing to you or you know someone who you think would be a good fit, then direct them to apply to the program over at OptimumVobis.com forward slash PPP. That's O-P-T-I-M-U-M-V-O-B-I-S dot com forward slash ppp you can find all the details of the program right on the website and you can apply right there as well
One thing you should know, though, we don't take everyone into the program. There are program requirements. I ask a lot of the participants, to be honest. See if you qualify. If your organization would like a single module, I have openings for limited speaking engagements or workshop events. I'm a busy bee, so so see if um, we'll see if we can schedule you in. You could schedule one for your department or your organization. Fortune 100 Coaches also offers group and veteran discounts. You can email Lizette at OptimumVobies.com. Lizette is L-I-Z-E. T-T-E. Two T's in Lizette. All right, five ways. These these five honoring ways don't just apply to women. I think I've, I've made that clear. These five techniques, if you make them a part of you, they will serve you for life. You can use these five ways with women, men, children, anyone with a pulse, including yourself. As a matter of fact, a good place to begin if you're frightened off by these ways is to practice these honoring ways with yourself or with children right? So the first is advocate. Now, advocating for someone is to speak for their behalf and not on their behalf. So the difference is you don't speak for them. She has a voice. She can use it. She may need someone to lift her visibility so her message can gain traction. And that's where you come in. And anyone can do this. You don't have to be the CEO to advocate for someone. Colleagues, peers, friends can advocate when they point out what she's done to others. Now, this has to go beyond their colleagues, peers, and friends. I mean, bad news travels fast, but so does good news. So don't be afraid to use your voice to recognize others for their good work. You know, add context to your words of thanks or praise. And if you don't know how to praise from your authentic center, don't be afraid to work with someone who can help you. I'll point you over to Fortune 100 coaches. They'll connect you with a coach. And it doesn't even have to be their practice coach. So that's advocate. Believe. Believe is the next one I want to talk about. So believe in others' capabilities and see them as they can't or won't see themselves. That's the story from previously. Believing in someone doesn't mean you have to go grab your pom-poms and head for your cheerleading voice. Believing may mean you have to challenge their way of thinking. Let's say someone comes to you and says, oh, you know, I'd love that job, but they're looking for someone who has a different skill than mine. Assumption, right? That quick little assumption challenge may be the uncomfortable prod she needs so that she can question her doubting beliefs. It's that simple. Believe. So believe is the second one. Consult. Consult with her instead of directing her or telling her what to do. She's strong, even though she may not believe it. She's resourceful, even if she can't believe it. She's creative, even if she's unwilling to admit it. Help her. Find her answer. And it may come something like this, right? She may come up to you and go, wow, I, I, I don't know what to do. And you may respond, well, what do you know? Right? That one simple question can get her moving in a direction toward her answer, her answer. And the best part is she'll think you're a genius, right? So when you consult, you lift her up. 
and she lifts you up. It's a win-win. So consult. Advocate, believe, consult. The next one is direct. (laughs) And, And you're going, wait, wait, you just told me to consult and not direct. Now, now you're telling me to direct. Okay, yes, I'm telling you to direct her to communities of support. <laughs> so again, don't not directing you to tell her what to do, but direct her to communities of support. If if your company has an employee resource group for like-minded folks, then direct her there. If you think she would benefit from training or coaching, direct her to resources. By the way, we know a number of top-notch coaches inside and outside of the practice. We're happy to help her find a partner. The link will be in the show notes. You can check out Fortune 100 Coaches. They're on LinkedIn. Follow them. They, they post articles occasionally. So when you're providing resources, that means you should have a handy list of resources. If you don't have one, use ours. I'll link it in the show notes. So just download it. Download your own set of resources. All right. What have we talked about so far? Advocate, believe, consult, direct. The last one is encourage. And encourage doesn't mean I want you to go out and, yes, you can do it. I want you to encourage risk. Yeah. (laughs) How about that? And maybe not at the gambling table, but encourage risk. If she's the type that's only going to move when she's 100% confident, and, and truth be told, most people are uncomfortable with risk. And they could benefit from people in their lives encouraging them to act. Even if they're only 90, 95% confident, 70, 75% confident. Now, if she's super keen on risk, then discouraging risk could be in order. So use your best judgment on how and when to encourage risk. That, this one's a, a good tool to have in your toolbox. But you need to use judgment with this one. And, and I'll give you a word of caution, too. So if you're working with children, use your best judgment, <laughs> please. If the kid's jumping off the roof, likely you you need to encourage um, unrisky behavior. (laughs) So you'll need to discourage risk. So encourage, that was the last one. So those are Fortune 100 coaches, A, B, C, D, E's of how to honor those around you. What do you think? What was most helpful for you today? What are you taking away from our time together today? Because that, my lighthearted friends, is a wrap for the show. So I want to ask you, what did you learn about honor and honoring those around you? I'll leave you the articles in the show notes, the links that we talked about, the resources, uh, the resource tools. And if you want to have a handy list of resources at your beck and call, so grab the resources from today's show. They're going to be in the show notes. You can also find the show notes on lightheartedleadership.com. Just uh, look up show notes. And you'll find all the links there as well. If you want to find a coach with Fortune 100 coaches or have them introduce you to one, it's a great practice of coaches. That link will be in the show notes as well. So today we talked about honoring those around you, honoring women, and we shared Fortune 100 coaches' five-star approach to honor. So how do you want to play with what you've learned today? That's a good question for you to ponder as we part ways. So I want to thank you for joining us today. If you like the show, then consider following us over at lightheartedleadership.com. 
oh, what I'd love is if you'd follow and told others about Fortune 100 Coaches. Um, they're on LinkedIn. Fortune 100 Coaches is very kind to this show and picking us up because creating, producing, and distributing the show, well, it's not easy. And with that, I want to thank you, my lighthearted friends, for joining me for today's show. Join me next time for another peek into lighthearted insights for your life. You have been listening to Fortune 100 Coaches presents Lighthearted Leadership with Lizette. Life is a winding road, no telling where it goes. Driving through days and nights, won't stop for traffic lights.